Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Pharmaceutical companies can't get paid if everybody in the country is healthy and in shape. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, I got to decide which topic I want to talk about. I'm going to get to all of these topics at some point anyway, but let's see. Let's do this one. Today, we're going to talk about the trash. That is the American medical system. Yes, you heard me. The trash. T-R-A-S-H. Basura. That is the American medical system. Now, before we get into this, Let me tell you one. I have a motivational text message that I send out weekly or daily or somewhere in between that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. You want to receive this message. All you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Every time I send that message out because you're in my text community, you will be getting that message. Now, getting into this, first of all, let me offer a disclaimer. I have to do this these days. I wish I didn't have to do this, but I got to do this these days. Any of you who works in the medical system, if you are a nurse, if you are a doctor, if you are a surgeon, if you are a most other things you could do in the medical system, you're any other thing you could do in the medical system. This is not a personal attack on you. I shouldn't even have to say that, but I got to say it these days because people are so damn sensitive. It's not a personal attack on you. There's not a personal attack on your job. I do not think there's anything wrong with you for having a job that you have or the profession that you do or making the money that you make. I am talking about the system of the American medical setup. You are working in the system. All right. You're not wrong for working in the system. I think. And by the way, just to give you if this is any solace to you, I think the educational system is trash as well. But I ain't mad at the teachers. Okay, so if you're in the medical system, this is not a personal attack on you. Don't take it personal. Listen to what I'm saying. And if I got something wrong, since you're in the system, you can let me know that I got it wrong. All right. So any of you who's in the system, listen to what I'm about to say. If I got something wrong, you can reach out to me personally. You can text me at my number. You can email me. My email is dre at dreallday.com. If you see me in the streets, you can approach me and tell me, hey, in this episode, Dre, you got something wrong about the medical system. You can let me know. Okay. Now, why am I even talking about this? And why am I even trashing the medical system? Why do I care enough to even put this out? I will tell you why. 
Now, any of you who knows, many of you probably know if you listen to the show for the last month or two that I have a newborn child who, as of this recording, is a month old. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be about two months. And I wrote a story. I wrote an article, a pretty long article about the story of the birth of my son. So I'm not going to tell you that whole story here because it was pretty long and it's very detailed. So if you want to read that story, you can go to my LinkedIn page and it is in the articles there. Or you go to my Facebook page and you read the article. Let me tell you the date that I put that story out. I put that story out. It was Labor Day 2022. So September 5th, 2022. So go to my LinkedIn or my Facebook and you'll see that article. I'll put it out on September 5th, 2022. You can read it. You can also go to my Substack, which is workonyourgame.substack.com. You can read it there. And yeah, just go to September 5th, 2022. You can read the whole article or I tell you the whole story of where all this came from. I thought of this topic because I was writing that story. Okay. So that's what led to this. So now I don't need to give too much of a background here. But if I was to give you just a shortened version of what happened with the birth of my son, we had a home birth. Those of you who know what that is, is when you have your child at your house instead of going to a hospital to have your child. And so why am I trashing the medical system? We had a home birth because our child came out with a meconium. Those of you who don't know what that is, that's when it, your baby poops in the process of being born. They're not supposed to poop till after they're born. So if they poop while they're born, you want to make sure the baby did not ingest any of their own poop, which could lead to like uh, infections and respiratory issues, et cetera, et cetera. So because of that, we took our baby to the hospital. We were only in the hospital for one day, but that one day was enough for me to see enough of the bullshit in the system, not the people, but the system that led me to talking about what I'm going to talk about here today. All right, everybody got it? All right. And everything was fine with my baby. My child is in 100% perfect health, at least as of this recording. So let's get into it. Number one, topic again is the trash that is the American medical system. Number one, system here in America when it comes to healthcare is a capitalist system. It is driven by money. The main driver of the system in the United States when it comes to health is maximizing profit. It is not maximizing health. Now, have I said anything wrong yet? Have I said anything that is incorrect? Now, everybody knows this. That America is a capitalist society. So everything is driven by profit. All right. The educational system is driven by profit. They're not doing a great job of it, but it is driven by profit. The United States Postal Service is driven by profit. They are not doing a great job of it, but it is ostensibly driven by profit. The healthcare system is driven by profit. They are doing a great job of it. All right. The healthcare system is driven by profit. They're doing a great job. Does any of you know someone or have you been someone or do you have anyone in your family right now who is dealing with a medical situation through which because of such, they are going to the hospital consistently or going to you no know, see any type of you no know, medical professional on a consistent basis. Any of you who is, you know as well as I do. All right, they're doing a great job of monetizing that system. They are monetizing the hell out of the health system here in the United States. This is why you saw all hands on deck for things like actually before I even get to that, saying that they're maximizing the revenue here. If you have insurance, you might not even be noticing how much you're being charged, but they're charging the hell out of your insurance every time you do something. If you're paying out of pocket, then you know very well how much it's costing you every time you go see a doctor, every time you go you know for this happened and this happened, that happened. They're charging the hell out of you. The prescriptions, you got to go to pick up your prescription and pay for it. They're charging the hell out of you. This system in America is all about money. It is not about maximizing your health and well-being. It is about maximizing their profit, whoever they are. And this is just the pharmaceutical companies who are you know, making the majority of the money. This is why, because it's a profit-driven system, it's why you saw all hands on deck for things like the COVID jab. For those of you who don't really understand what was going on with that, the jab, and I'm not even going to call it a vaccine because, I mean, technically they changed the definition of a vaccine to make it make sense. 
but we're not even going to get into that. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. The jab was designed by companies. The jab was designed by private companies. Like the government did not design the jab, the medicine that went into that jab that many people took in their arms. And I ain't mad at you if you took it. I, mean, I got loved ones who took a bunch of those jabs. But those private companies who made that jab, they didn't make that for free. Now they got paid for that. They got paid for making that jab. So they were incentivized. The companies that made the jab were incentivized to sell their product. The same way you're incentivized, if you run a business where you sell clothes, are you incentivized to sell more clothes to more people? Yes, you are. I sell books. Am I incentivized to get these books off of this shelf and into your on your bookshelf? Yes, I am. I'm incentivized to sell my product. If you make food, you're incentivized to sell that food to customers who buy it and eat it. All right, we are incentivized to sell our products. The companies that made the jab are incentivized to get that jab into as many arms as possible because they got paid the more of those jabs that got put out there and put into people. When the people who really needed it, and this is here, I'm just giving you my opinion here. And if you disagree, you have a right to do so. I remember what I told you, eat the meat and spit out the bones. People who really needed it were people who are either out of shape or old. It had some form of comorbidity, meaning they already had something that was leading them into a bad physical shape and the virus only made it worse. Or you're an old person, which means uh, you're close to dying anyway. Right, this is what happens. Old people die. All right, this is a normal thing that didn't just start happening in 2020. So this big campaign for people to get the jab and a bunch of the people who were pushed to get the jab or even forced. Many of you were forced to get the jab. And I know some of you who were forced to get the jab and most of you who work in the health industry. You didn't have a choice but to get the jab. Let me ask you a question. If the health industry was about health, here's my question. All right. We know that they pushed everybody to go get the jab and you know, talk to you like you were crazy if you didn't go get the jab. Remember, they put out the White House put out this statement that said it's going to be a winter of harm and death. It's going to be a dark winter of death for anybody who doesn't get the jab. They literally put that statement out. Y'all can look that up. That literally did happen. I should have tried to find it. I don't want to talk about the shit anymore. <laughs> here's the question. Where is the government's campaign to tell people to join the gym? exercise, and eat healthy. I mean, if the health system is about health, all you who work in the health industry, all you have friends and family who work in the health industry, here's my question to you. This is the direct question I'm asking you. If they did such a strong campaign for everybody to put a jab in their arm that is allegedly going to save lives and keep people healthy, right? That was it supposed to do? Okay. Where's the campaign to join the gym, exercise every day, eat healthy, and drink water? Where's the campaign for that? I mean, if the whole thing is about health, can we agree? Those of you who work in the health industry, those of you who are friends and family in the health industry, those of you who believe that the jab did good things for everybody. Here's my question to you. Somebody answer this question for me. Why do they not have such a strong campaign to join the gym, exercise and eat health? I mean, the goal is health, right? I'm going to let y'all sit on that question. Let me take a sip of my water while y'all think about that. I want somebody to answer that question. Send me a text and please give me an answer to that question. A direct answer to just that question. Don't answer something that I didn't ask. That's what sometimes people do. I'll answer the question for you, since I know you don't have an answer because there is no answer. Here's the answer. Pharmaceutical companies can't get paid if everybody in the country is healthy and in shape. See, if everybody is healthy and in shape, see, pharmaceutical companies can't make any money off of me because I don't need their drugs. See, it ain't no shots. I don't need their shots. I don't need any pills. I don't need any prescriptions. I don't need any operations. So they can't make any money off people like me. So if everybody was in the kind of shape that I'm in, the pharmaceutical companies would go out of business. So they are incentivized to not have a country full of healthy, in-shape individuals. It doesn't mean they try to get you out of shape on purpose. They don't try to make you get out of shape, but they ain't telling you to go get in shape either. But again, this is supposed to be the healthcare industry, ain't it? Ain't the industry supposed to be about health and getting people healthy and keeping people in shape? So why aren't they putting it in your face the same way they put that jab in everybody's face? I think this is a legitimate question to be asked. 
And again, you may not agree with my angle, but can you agree that this is a legitimate question to be asked? Again, you don't have to agree with my reasoning for the question, but do you agree the question should be asked? If you don't, then tell me where my critical thinking is off and yours is on. Tell me what I'm missing when it comes to thinking critically and tell me what you're catching that I'm not, if you disagree with that. You see, the healthcare industry in the United States, which is driven by what they call big pharma, these are what all big pharma is, big pharmaceutical companies that make the drugs that get sold to people here in the United States. All right, that's what big pharma, any of you ever hear the phrase big pharma? And that's P-H-A-R-M-A, pharma, pharmaceutical is what it stands for. They only make money when they can sell their drugs to people who are fat, tired, sick, and immunocompromised, because those are the only people who need drugs because they're in bad shape. And the doctors tell them, well, the only way we're going to fix your problem is you got to take these drugs. The doctor doesn't say go to the gym. Doctor doesn't say eat healthy and work out. I mean, they could say that, but sometimes people get into such bad shape that the doctor's like, okay, yeah, you need to do those things, but you're going to need to take this drug at the same time. And the pharmaceutical companies only make money when people are taking that drug. If the United States government just start pushing personal trainers on everybody, everybody got to have a gym membership. Everybody has to go to the gym three times a week rather than everybody has to, like what they said, you got to have going to the gym five times in the last 30 days to get on the plane instead of you got to put on a mask to get on the plane. Oh, or if they said uh, you got to be within a certain percentage of body fat to keep your job here rather than you got to get a jab to keep your job. Uh, what would a country look like? I mean, these are legitimate questions. I ain't saying you got to agree with my approach to the question, but are these legitimate questions? I think these are very good questions to be asked. And we're talking about the healthcare industry here, really. It's not really about the jab, but the jab is something everybody knows about. That's why I'm using it as an example. Pharmaceutical companies only make money when they sell drugs to people like you and I that will allegedly, allegedly will solve the problem that has been created in a person's body due to, and this is not everybody, because sometimes people really do have genetic issues and Things happen in car accidents and things like that. I understand that. Those people, yeah, you're going to need stuff because you, know, you can't undo that. But I'm talking about people who have, especially in the United States of America, this is the most obese nation in the world. Any of you who has traveled the world, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been to a lot of different countries. Nowhere in the world do you see as many overweight people as you see in the United States of America. And we're the richest country in the world, or at least we used to be. At least we're in the top five, I think. Why do we have all these obese people? Because of our system. And we have a healthcare system. Why do we have all these obese people with a healthcare system that makes so much money? The drugs that pharmaceutical companies sell to us, citizens here, allegedly, they undo what a person's lack of effort, discipline, and working out did not do. So you become 60 pounds overweight because you haven't worked out for 30 years. You've been eating bacon and watching Netflix. And now the pharmaceutical company says, oh, we can fix that. All you got to do is get on this drug and refill your prescription every two weeks. And it's going to cost you $80 every time you go to Walgreens and pay for more drugs. And they multiply that by you know, 60 million people. How much money is that? America is one of only two countries in the world that allows pharmaceutical companies to directly advertise to consumers with no restrictions. America is the only company that allows it with no restrictions whatsoever. New Zealand is the other country. That's a company. Country. New Zealand is the only other country that allows pharmaceutical companies to advertise to consumers, but they have a lot of restrictions on what and how they can be advertised. The United States is the only country in the world. Next time you turn on TV or YouTube or Netflix and you see ads and you see ads for these drugs and stuff and you got like the middle aged man and the middle aged woman playing with the dog in the grass and they're talking about the sex drug and all that stuff. You will not see that kind of commercial anywhere else in the world. Only in the United States is that kind of advertising allowed. Why? 
because the pharmaceutical companies lobby the government to allow them to do that because the pharmaceutical companies make money off it and the government makes money because the pharmaceutical companies pay the politician. Hey, we're going to give you a whole bunch of money. They give a bunch of money. Let me tell you how this works. Okay. I'm going to give you all some deep game right here. And if I ever get X'd out of any of these platforms, this episode will be the reason why. All right. Nothing else that I've ever said on this show will do it, but this will. This is what a pharmaceutical company does. Let's say I'm a head of a pharmaceutical company, right? A big pharma company, and I'm you know, doing my business. There's a big race going on in Washington, D.C. Let's say for president, you no know, Senate, Congress people, you no know, things like that, right? Here's what I do. I see who's running on the Republican side. I see who's running on the Democrat side. I don't pick a side. See, I don't pick a side. I don't care who wins. I don't care if it's a Democrat or a Republican, because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give a million dollars to the Democrat and to the Republican. I'm going to give a million dollars to each one of them. And when I meet with the Democrat, I'm going to say, hey, Mr. Democrat, good luck in your campaign. I'm going to give a million dollars to your campaign. But listen, you win. I'm expecting you to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to, I'm giving you this money with the wink, wink understanding. Are you going to push through some laws and some regulations that are going to be favorable to me that helps me sell more of these drugs to 330 million Americans so I can make more money for my company? The Democrat doesn't really care about what I'm going to do you know, with my company. All he cares about is that I'm giving him a million dollars to help him win this campaign. He says, well, thank you, Mr. Pharmaceutical Executive, Mr. Baldwin. Hopefully I win. And if I do, then I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon. I say, absolutely, you will. I'll be right back. I'll be right in your office the first damn day you win because I gave you a million dollars. Now I got your ear. I bought your attention. You follow me? And guess what? I'm going to go to the Republican candidate. I'm going to say the exact same thing. So whichever one of them wins, either way, I win. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, Dre, damn, you just put $2 million up. Well, one of the $2 million is going to go to loss because one of them is going to lose. I said, that's all right. You know how much money I'm going to make selling these pharmaceuticals? A <laughs> million dollars ain't shit. I'll give a million dollars to each one of them. Don't matter. I'm going to make so much more off of whoever ends up winning. The million dollars is nothing. It's like advertising. That's all it is to me. And this is how it works, folks. If y'all didn't know, right, those of you who live in the United States of America, you need to find out what's going on in the country that you live in. This is what actually happens. What I just told you, I gave you a hypothetical, but that really does take place. All right, this is why any of you who follows people who talk about politics and some people talk about this, it doesn't get talked about as much as it should, but a lot of representatives who are representing your state, whatever state you live in the United States, they don't even live in the state that they're supposed to be representing. So somebody who's a representative from Nevada doesn't even live in Nevada. They live in Washington, D.C. All of them live in Washington, D.C. So this is how somebody like me, if I'm the head of the pharmaceutical company, all I got to do is live in Washington, D.C. Or I could come to D.C. for three weeks a year, give me a little hotel. And what I'm doing for that three weeks, all I'm doing is meeting with every one of those people who's running. I mean, with everybody who already got a spot. And what am I doing? Greasing their palms. And that means giving them money. This is not illegal. This is all legal. Legally giving them money. Why am I giving them money? I'm buying their favor so that they can create laws and regulations that are in my favor that allow me to sell more drugs to people like you. And that makes me more money. This is the hustle that goes on in government in the United States. So when you heard somebody like Donald Trump say in his 2016 campaign to drain the swamp, this is a piece of what he was talking about. This ain't all of what he was talking about. This is a piece of it. This kind of stuff has been going on in government for a long time. This is not the kind of stuff our founding fathers had in mind when they made the United States Constitution. But this is the kind of stuff that happens. And this is what's happening in the healthcare industry. Again, this industry ain't about health. It's about money. This is about money. It's not about getting people healthy. If you happen to get healthy in the process, listen, I'm not saying the healthcare industry doesn't get people healthy. Some people do get healthy and get saved by the healthcare industry. But the industry's aim is not health. The industry's aim is money. That's the system's aim. And this kind of stuff happens all the time. They give money 
and everybody's in DC. So it's easy for if I work at the pharmaceutical company and I'm just trying to get some favor on our side through the politicians and the people who make the laws, all I got to do is hang out in DC. They all there. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. All I got to do is go from office to office. They right next door to each other. Now, what if all the representatives, not the lawmakers, all lived in the state in which they allegedly are represented? Now, what would I have to do? I would have to travel to each one of the 50 states and I can only see the people in that state while I'm in that state. That'd be a lot harder for me to do the same thing that I'm doing. It'd be a lot harder for me to lobby because now I got to go everywhere to get it done. It's a lot more work. And you might think, some of you may think if you haven't traveled a lot or maybe you haven't you know, dealt with people who have maybe a certain amount of resources, you might think, oh, well, they all got money. It ain't nothing. It's all the same. They would do the same thing. No, they wouldn't. Human beings are naturally lazy. Or even people who wear suits every day, even people who got a lot of money, even people who work in government, they are just as lazy as you and I are. All right. I mean, in a natural sense, lazy. I know we're all hard workers, but you get what I'm saying. So if I can meet with all the representatives in the country in three weeks because they all work in the same damn building, that's a lot easier than me having to travel to each one of the 50 states and meet with them. Would I do the same job if I had to travel to each one of the 50 states? No, I wouldn't. And the industry wouldn't be what it is. And this is why you may hear some politicians talk about this. Why are people who are allegedly representing a state living in Washington, D.C. They're not even living in the state that they allegedly represent. So they're not even talking to the people that they're supposed to be representing. They don't even see them every day at the grocery store. They don't even live there. They got a house in D.C., but they're allegedly representing Wyoming or Florida or New Hampshire or Pennsylvania. How does that make sense? I'm getting more into a political side of it, but it's all connected. And I'm still on point number one. Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is the trash that is the American medical system. So now that we establish that the system is not about health, it's about money. And I just gave you a snapshot, a small snapshot of a piece of how it is about money. Let's move on to point number two. Doctors and nurses. I have some doctors and nurses who listen to this show. I believe they are all generally good people with positive intentions. I mean, you went to school for how many years to be a doctor? I mean, a doctor got to go to school. You go to school for like 11, 12 years to become a doctor. And nurses, I don't know how long a nurse has to go to school, but you go to school, right? I believe they are all generally good people. The challenge for a doctor or a nurse is not anything personal about you. It's the fact that you work within a system and you ain't changing that system as one individual. That system ain't changing like that. You work within a system, which means you, doctor or nurse, you are handcuffed by the system and you have to do what the system directs you to do, which means sometimes, and I'm not saying all of you, but I know this happens, you have to push treatments and interventions on patients that they do not want or need. And then, if you as the patient, and this is all of you who is not a doctor or nurse, if you reject a treatment or intervention that a doctor or nurse tells you you should take, they talk or look at you as if you're crazy when you decline it. Now, nobody could tell me this is crazy because we all just saw it happen over the last three years. That jab was an intervention. I mean, a virus is a virus. The jab was an intervention. You didn't have to take it. You didn't need it. And if you didn't want to take it, how many people looked at you and talked to you as if you were crazy? And so nobody can say this didn't happen. All right, this happened. All right. Every prescription is money. Every time somebody gets a prescription filled, somebody's getting paid. All right. You don't get the prescriptions for free, do you? Well, your insurance might pay for it, but somebody's paying. All right. You pay for your insurance. Every surgery is money. Every operation is money. Every pair of crutches, every shot, every pill, all of them are money. And listen, sometimes people need prescriptions, surgeries, operations, crutches, shots, and pills. Okay. I'm not saying that those things are not inherently useless. But I know for a fact there are people listening to this show right now who've had a doctor. Let's just say a doctor. We're not going to put on the nurses because the nurses work for the doctors. 
there's somebody listening to this right now, a bunch of you who have had a doctor tell you that you need one of these things when you didn't actually need it. And either one of two things happened. Either you took it anyway and realized later on that you didn't need it, or you declined it and they might have been looking at you as if you were crazy. I've had this happen to me. I had it happen with my child a month ago. I've had it happen with me. I remember I went to see a doctor. I had a knee issue. And the doctor is telling me, now they didn't look at me crazy when I declined this, but this is what the doctor tells me. And this is after an MRI, x-rays, and a doctor visit. All of this cost me about two grand in cash. And this is when the doctor says to me, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give a cortisol shot. Was it cortisol or cortisone? I don't remember which one. It doesn't matter because I didn't take it. We're going to put a shot in your knee that's going to destabilize your knee, meaning you cannot bend your knee. And we're going to put you in a, like a, not a cast, but like a brace where you can't bend your knee for six to eight weeks. Then after the six to eight weeks, we're going to send you to our physical therapist, who's a friend of theirs, of course, and I'm going to pay them. And then after 12 weeks of physical therapy with that guy, then maybe I could start running again. So this whole thing would have took about 20 weeks. What is that? Four, eight to five months. Here's what I did instead. I didn't do that. I called my trainer. She wasn't in Miami. She told me, go see this guy, physical therapist in Miami. I went to see this guy. I told him the situation with my knee. He said, I'll show you some exercises. Come to my house. I went to his house, paid him $100 for the visit. He, we spent an hour. He showed me exercises to do for my knee. He said, do these exercises every day for a month. And then you can start running again. I did them every day for a month. I was 100% after a month. Two months after that, I was winning a 10K race. Two months. The doctor's prescription was five months. And after I gave him two grand to get their expertise. And again, examples don't prove arguments. Just because I had that situation, I'm not saying all doctors are bad. And I'm not saying this is the doctor gave you advice. You shouldn't do it. I'm just giving you an example. This kind of stuff happens a lot in the health system in the United States, because the more interventions they give you and the more stuff you take from them, the more money they make. It's driven by money. It is not driven by health. This is my point. Again, not to say that a doctor prescribing something to you won't necessarily help you. Okay. They are incentivized, however, by the system, not by their own. They're not evil. Doctors and nurses are not evil people. They are incentivized by the system and taught and trained by the system to give you stuff because you have to pay for every single thing that you accept. They're trained by the system to give you stuff because if they don't give you anything, well, what they do? They ain't do nothing. <laughs> what was the purpose of them seeing you? They didn't give you anything. They got to give you something. All right? And people have been trained, patients, us, we've been trained to get something when we go to the doctor. Many people walk into a doctor's office or a hospital expecting to leave with a thing that you didn't have before you got there. You don't go in there open-minded like, I might take it, I might not. Many people go in there like, I'm going to get something. All right, you've been trained. We've been trained for this. This is the system. It's a well-run system. Let me admit, this is a well-run system. It's a shitty system, but they run their shitty system very well. Everybody following what I'm saying here? The system trains doctors to prescribe shit. All right. Some are better at it than others. They are salespeople. They're like salespeople. They're like commissioned salespeople. I don't think they get commissioned, but that's what they're doing. They're selling things. Same way that police are incentivized to write tickets and hand out citations. They need that money for the budget. This is one of the trade-offs of capitalism. All right. So when I said this is a capitalistic system, I ain't knocking capitalism. All right. I am a capitalist. I'm with capitalism. I support the concept of capitalism. I'm against communism. I'm against socialism. Damn sure in America. I'm with capitalism, just so everybody's clear. But we also have to understand that in life, there are no perfect scenarios. There are only trade-offs. So the question is not, what's the perfect scenario? The question is, what trade-offs are we willing to make? I talked about this in episode 2174. There are no perfect scenarios, only trade-offs. So the trade-off of a capitalistic society is that everybody's going after the money, even if it means doing something that is not necessarily going to help the consumer in order to get another dollar. 
This is just what it is. This is the game that we're in, folks. So it's not that we need to change the system to make it less predatory on people. Is that people, you and I, we need to be more informed and critical thinkers about what's happening so that we don't get used up by the system. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So I'm not saying we need to fix the system to save you. We need to fix you to save you from the system. Got it? Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is the trash that is the American medical system. System is the system, as I kind of just explained. And I don't necessarily need the system to be any different. I'm not saying that we need to tear down the medical system. Some people are saying that, but I'm not going to say we need to tear it down because I haven't thought long nor hard enough about what we would replace it with. But the system is the system as we have it right now. I don't necessarily need it to be any different. But personally, just to be honest, I'm not the type of person to go to a hospital or go to a doctor if I got an issue. I can figure things out through other channels. That's just me, though. I'm not saying you need to do it. I'm saying that's just me. And I'm in good shape. I'm an athlete. I work out every day. I eat well. I drink well. I take care of my body. Now, not everybody does. So some of you are going to end up going through this system and you're going to go through that ringer. And hopefully it helps you. But this is what's going on. But there is a way for you to opt out of the system, just in case you're interested. Here's how you opt out of the system of dealing with the American medical machine. Okay. And this is a profit machine. Get yourself in great physical shape. This is what you do. Get in great physical shape. You don't have to deal with doctors and nurses and interventions and pills and prescriptions and hospitals. Get in shape. Get in great shape. Go to the gym. Get a membership. Pay for the membership. Exercise every day. Get up off the couch. Walk. Look in your pantry and your refrigerator and think critically about the decisions you make about what you put in your body. Now, see, this is the kind of PSA they should have been putting out in 2020. Instead of telling everybody, you got to go get a shot. All right, so somebody spent their whole lives not being in great physical shape, right? So they're 50-something years old or 40-something years old or 70-something years old. They're not in great physical shape because the health system didn't preach that to them. Now they say, oh, you just put this shot in your body and all of a sudden everything's going to be good. What sense does that make? Where in what universe can you not do the work, not put out any effort? All you got to do is let somebody put a shot in your body and all of a sudden you're going to be saved from everything. That doesn't make any sense. That's not how it works, folks. That's not how it works. You got to do the work. The government should have been preaching, hey, everybody, the people who are going to die from this are either going to be old people who are going to die anyway, might speed it up a little bit, and it's going to be people who are out of shape, people who haven't taken care of their bodies. So here's what we're going to do. This one snuck. We didn't know this one was going to come and do what it is doing, but let's get everybody get in shape so that the next virus that comes around, or there's another form of this virus, we got more people in shape, so we got fewer people succumbing to the virus or succumbing with the virus because you got other stuff going on that's leading to you dying. It's not just the virus by itself. Why did the government say that? Because they couldn't make money off that. Again, we're in a capitalistic society, folks. This is not some conspiracy theory that I'm spewing here. The government and the entire American system is built on capitalism, was built on chasing the almighty dollar. They didn't preach what I just said because there's no money to be made off that. There's money to be made off giving you a shot and giving you drugs and putting you in the hospital and you know, doing operations on you. All that stuff makes people money. You don't make money if everybody's in shape and nobody needs a hospital. Nobody needs the drugs. Nobody needs the intervention. They can't make any money off you. They can't make any money off me. So they don't care what's going on with me. They care about what's going on with somebody who's fat, out of shape, and hasn't taken care of themselves for the last 30 years. They care about that person because they get rich off them, or at least off their insurance. This is the deal, folks. This is the trade-off of capitalism. You just can't become a victim of it. We're not tearing down capitalism, by the way. Let me say that again. You just can't become a victim of the system. That's all. Don't be mad at the system. Just don't become a victim of it. Understand that as you get older, everybody, if you don't take care of your body, you will pay for your bad decisions in one way or another. Either you will pay by 
doing the work now, having the discipline of being smart about what you're doing to and with your body, or you will pay later on by paying medical bills to a system that is set up to drain you as a result of your bad decisions. Does any of you know somebody who, when they got into older age, was not in great physical shape and the medical system drained the hell out of them because they had to keep going to the doctor, keep getting pills, keep getting prescriptions, get operations because they weren't in good physical shape. Does anybody listening to this ever known somebody who fit that description? Maybe some of you are listening to this fit that description. And listen, I'm not condemning you for being in that spot. And I'm not condemning the American medical system for you being in that spot. It's not damn sure not their fault. What I'm saying is, if the system was really about health as it claims to be, why weren't they preaching to you about getting yourself in shape the same way they preached to everybody about taking that jab over the last three years? I mean, if the system is about health, you can't take a shot and be in shape. You can't take a jab in your arm and be in shape. You get in shape by going to the gym every day and being disciplined and mentally tough and doing the work, just like I talk about here on this show every single day. There's no shortcut to that shit. But they can't preach that because, again, they can't make money off that. But you can save money off it. The thing is, the government is not going to tell you that. So you got to hear from somebody like me. This is the point that I'm making. One thing I will say in favor of the medical system is that it can only drain the people who are in bad enough shape that they are susceptible to being drained. See, they can't drain me because I ain't in bad shape. All right. Withstand, notwithstanding genetic defects and freak accidents. OK, the people who are in bad shape are outside of those people. All right. You put yourself in position for the system to take you. All right. It ain't the system's fault. All right, it's set up to take you. So knowing this, now that you've been equipped with this information, now you got to make some better decisions for yourself. All the rest of us can choose to stay out of the hospital and stay out of the system because the system ain't set up for your health. It's set up for its wealth. And if you get healthy in the process, OK, great. And if you don't, hey, we did all we could. Right. At least that's what the system says. They gave you all the drugs. I mean, look at your medical bills. All right. They did everything they could. Then look at that number. All I said, let's recap today's class, which is the trash. That is the American medical system. Read the story about my child's birth and how I drew the lines from all the stuff that we went through in that process to the system of the American you know, health setup. First of all, the system is capitalist, meaning the main driver is maximizing profits in a capitalistic society. The main driver is not maximizing health. This is just the deal of how it works. That's why you saw all hands on deck to tell people to take the jab, but you don't, never see all hands on deck to tell people to get in shape. Why is this? America is the only country in the world where pharmaceutical companies can advertise with no restrictions straight to consumers or without the heavy restrictions straight to consumers. And this is why you see those commercials that pharmaceutical companies, they have a ton of money. And this is what lobbyists do. They live in D.C. and they just go around and they give money to campaigns. Doesn't matter whether the Democrat or the Republican or the independent wins. Whoever wins, they've already given money to that person. The other one will just take that as a sunk cost. And they're going to make more money on the back end anyway. So it doesn't matter how much they spend you know, donating to campaigns. Point number two, doctors and nurses are generally good people, but they work within the system, which means they are handcuffed by the system. They got to do what the system tells them to do. You have no choice when you work in the system. You work at a job, you got to do what the job tells you to do. If you don't like what the job is telling you to do, you got to quit the job or you got to do what they tell you to do. This is how it works at a job, right? Any of you have had a job, you just do what you want to do? Of course not. Every operation, every shot, every pill, all of that stuff makes them money. The system is incentivized to give you more stuff because you have to pay for everything it gives you. This is one of the trade-offs of capitalism. I'm not knocking capitalism. I'm just pointing it out. It's a trade-off. Number three, system is a system. I don't need it to be any different because I don't have an alternative for you, at least not yet. I haven't thought about it, and I might not think about it. But here's how you get out of it is get yourself in great physical shape. You don't have to worry about the system. Go to the gym and exercise. Get yourself a membership. Get yourself a personal trainer. Go on YouTube and look up some workout videos. Get yourself a damn yoga mat. Put it in your living room. 
and work out. Get yourself in shape. Get off the couch and stop watching damn Netflix. Look at your pantry and refrigerator and think critically about the decisions you are making about what you're putting in your body. Understand, everybody, as you get older, especially over the age of 40, you will start paying for your physical decisions in one way or another. Either you can pay by going to the gym or you can pay by going to the doctor. All right. Which way do you want to pay? All right. How do you want to pay for it? All right. When I go to the dentist, there's a dentist I go to up in, in Boca Raton, Florida, and there's a woman who used to work there. She doesn't work there anymore. But anytime I would get now, I would finish my dental work. And, you know, when you finish at the dentist or the doctor, you go to the desk and you got the front desk people sitting there and they check you out and they put your information in the computer. And then there's a woman who was sitting there every time I was leaving, she would say or she would you know, type in my stuff and all that. And the person who was with me, like the dental hygienist would say, all right, this is Dre. He just got a cleaning or he just did this. or we just did that. And the woman at the desk would say, all right, Dre, how do you want to pay for it? <laughs> she look at me and say, how do you want to pay for it? So this is what I'm saying to you. How do you want to pay for your health? All right. Do you want to go to the gym or do you want to go to the doctor? All right. You want to go to Walgreens and pick up a prescription every two weeks. How do you want to do it? Either way, you're paying. Okay. There are no perfect scenarios, folks. There are only trade-offs. You are paying one way or another. You could choose to stay out of the hospital or you could choose to pay them. All right. You got to make one choice though, or a choice will be made for you. And the system would love to make the choice for you. All that said, text me, get my daily motivation or weekly motivation straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And all you entrepreneurs out there, you want to make the most of this capitalistic society since it is what it is. And you want to take your revenue and your business to the next level, even if you feel like you are already doing everything you can right now, understand the difference is not you doing more hard work. It is getting systematic and strategic about your business. I will help you do that. Go to workwhenyourgame.net. Watch the free training at the end. Schedule a time to get on the call with me. We'll talk about how we can do this for your business. That's at workwhenyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge 305-384-6894.